Welcome to the Heidi Jones Coaching Podcast. I'm Heidi Jones, health and lifestyle coach, and my mission is to help you to take daily action to achieve your goals and create a balance between your career and health. I know you have a big vision and goals for your life and career. So let's jump into this episode and talk about how to make it happen. Hi, and welcome to the Heidi Jones Coaching Podcast. Great to have you here. I have a special guest. I've asked Carmen to be on the show, as I can honestly say she is one of the most positive and upbeat people I've ever met. To get to the elite level of CrossFit Carmen has achieved requires like hard work and total determination. And if there's anyone I want to ask more about focus, commitment, and a positive attitude towards like her goals, Carmen is this person. So she's a coach and a personal trainer, born and raised in Belgium. She studied nutrition for three years and during her studies, she discovered CrossFit. This was a life changer for her. She has competed in the European regionals and has been six times, six ranked first in Belgium and has competed in the CrossFit Games in 2019. When Carmen is not training, she's skydiving, running the trails with Billy, her pup, But mostly, she is helping others get better at life, combining her studies with the practical experience she gained from competing in CrossFit. She truly believes that you can enjoy life more fully when you're fit and healthy. It's so great to have you here, Carmen. Welcome to the show. Thank you. What a great intro. I wouldn't have said it any better. I feel you described everything. New bio. Yeah, new bio. So, how's your day going so far? I was good. It was an easy day. Yeah. So it was, I started early, but I only had um, like two classes and no, actually only one class and then two PTs. Mm-hmm. And then um, I did some programming before I came here, had a run. Oof. So did that on the treadmill because it's quite hot now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, showered and came here. And came here. Awesome. Well, it's great to have you. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day. I do know that you're, you are super busy most of the time. Yeah, Wednesdays are my easy days, so that's what I was like, okay, let's do it on a Wednesday. (laughs) Great. So I think we should start by hearing your beginning. So like before you found CrossFit, I know life was quite different for you, so it'd be really good for you to share a little bit of that background. All right. How far do you want me to go back? Like To where you feel was the part of your life that was kind of on a trajectory to change. Okay, so let's say like when I was like teens, like early twenties, I, I was going out a lot. Like that was my life. Just go, I think most early twenties, like late teens, uh, early twenties, you just want to go out and have fun. So I was doing that a lot. Like weekends in the summer would always, we will find a, a festival to go or some event and, and yeah, just, party and Mm -hmm. drink and (laughs) probably not the best and healthiest lifestyle um yeah and and that was just what I I loved but then I also I've always been into I've always liked to be fit yeah and I've always been like a bit vain in a way that like I never wanted to be fat yeah I've always wanted to be in good shape um so I've always been like working out like either in the gym or doing some sports um, so yeah, when I, I was going to the, the normal gym for maybe since I was 16 until 
23. Okay. Um, and it's when I was 23 or 22 or 23 when I found CrossFit. Okay. So it was with someone who I used to She didn't come anymore to, with me to the gym. Mm -hmm. And then some weekend, I see her in the bar and I'm like, hey, where have you been? And she's like, I'm doing CrossFit now. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, what is that? Mm -hmm. She's like, you would love it. You need to try this. <laughs> Because she's like, it's like handstand push-ups and barbells and this and that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me more, tell yeah, me more. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's actually how I got into CrossFit. At the time I was um, studying. Yep. I started actually my studies a bit later because it was when I stopped um, high school. Uh, actually, didn't, I, I left school. I didn't finish it. Then I had to do some exams afterwards. So like a period where I was just working, random <laughs> jobs. Mm. I did literally, yeah, like dishes, uh, just cleaning. Making money. Kitchen. Yeah, yeah whatever was yeah. available, I would do. I would never be like too good for any job, mm -hmm. as long as it brought me some money. So uh, I was doing that before, and then I got into, yeah, into uni when I was 20 or 21. Mm -hmm. So then I went to uh, study nutrition. And it was like two year, one year in, and then the second year in, that's when I discovered CrossFit. Yeah. So this is where I started to go less to the classes <laughs> <laughs> and working out more, you know, because I was so obsessed and it was something that I felt like I've always missed. Oh, yeah. Like when I was really young, I did mm -hmm. gymnastics. So age eight to 12. Yeah. So, and on like a high level. Yeah, okay. So it was like 12 hours a week, just gymnastics. So mm -hmm. come home from school, two or three hours training. Mm -hmm. So I think because that was how I grew up when I was little. And then when I got in my teens, I, I didn't want to do that. I wanted to hang out with my yeah. friends and, and do other stuff. So I, th I think that that's what I was missing. Mm. And then when I found CrossFit, I found like, okay, this is me again. Ah, so it was something that kind of was put on you at the time when you were a kid. Yeah. And you didn't realize the impact it had. Yeah. Then, it, then obviously you just kind of did your own thing. Yeah, yeah. You like you become... out your own life, don't you? Yeah, have mm. fun. And then when it come back, you're like, hang on a minute. Something's been missing, but yeah. I didn't know. Exactly, yeah. Uh -huh. Go back to the nutrition. What got you to do nutrition at uni from kind of where you were before that? Um, so uh, when I was in high school, I did sports. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was always into, and like I said before, I was always, I've always been a bit vain. I want to be in shape. I don't want to be yeah. fat. My whole family, they're all... They all have diabetes and okay. kind of yeah. fat, yeah. <laughs> just not just healthy. To break that so cycle. I don't want to. I don't want to end up like that. Mm. Um, yeah. So then I just I one of my friends. She was a dietitian, and yeah, I was a bit inspired about what mm -hmm. she was doing. Mm -hmm. and I was talking to her, and I was like, okay, I think that's what I want to study. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I started that, and I didn't finish it. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't do my last year, like my um, internships and everything. Yeah, yeah. Because I had to kind of choose either want to go like semi-pro, like do for CrossFit. Do yeah. I want to go everything on it, or do I want to do these internships? So I had to make a decision, and I made a decision just to put it on hold. I said yep. I can always go back to it, but I'm never gonna be in my prime years of, of physical yeah. capacity. Yeah, so, so. Oh, at that time then, it was a no-brainer. 
it was yeah. like you were going to I was just like, yeah, I'm going to just train, train, train. And I already studied all this. I have this information. Yeah. So it's it's not lost. Okay, I don't have this paper that says, okay, you are a qualified dietitian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've never really regretted it so mm, far. Mm, mm. Well, I mean, look at your CrossFit career so far then. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. It turned out pretty well. <laughs> it turned out pretty well, didn't it? So if you think about, you know, CrossFit at uni, just going to those classes and then obviously like, picking up those barbells and doing those handstand push-ups, that kind of experience of gymnastics, you think that kind of got you a bit of a step ahead? 100%. Yeah? Yeah. Like the background I had from gymnastics and also in my teens, I was doing breakdance. Yeah. So that also helped, obviously. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. like strong in my upper body. And um, yeah, I I had a good, from dancing, you have a lot of body awareness. Yeah, You know exactly how to move every single part mm-hmm. of your body. So mm-hmm. when you get to a barbell, once you understand how to do it, and it's easier when you have control over every single yeah. muscle in your body Absolutely. to get into a, a good technique. Yeah. So, yeah. So then when you, when you're good in something or uh, for me personally, when I'm good in something, then it's obviously easier to get motivated and do something. And get to that elite level, do you think? Yes. To get, I suppose, was it, I mean, I mean, I <sighs> when I started going CrossFit, I didn't have that body awareness. Okay. And I mean, I'm still getting there <laughs> five years later. <laughs> So for you to then start and realize, actually, I'm pretty good at this and I'm just going to go all in. What takes you from like just being the person who turns up to the class to then, oh, I can now actually maybe take this pro. Yeah. So, yeah. um, It was, I was three, like about three months into just doing classes. And then one of the coaches in in Antwerp, that's where I started. Mm -hmm. um, He said, there's a competition in a few weeks. You want to do it? And I'm like. Hmm. And I'm very competitive. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, why not? Yeah. I always say yes. Yeah. I never, I like, it's very hard for me to say no. Okay. Even if I, now I've learned to say no, before I would just say yes to everything. So I'm like, yeah, let's do it. I did it, didn't really do anything extra for it. And I did really well. Wow. Like I came fourth, which was Good, but I was actually in the lead the whole competition until the last event. Uh-huh. There was like a heavy deadlift in, in the end. It was 90 kilos and it was the, the end of the workout. So I walked to the bar and I've never picked this heavy. Mm-hmm. I've never picked up something that heavy. So I go and I try and I put everything <laughs> that I got to just try to move and it didn't move an inch. <laughs> and everybody's like, huh? Like then the and the judge comes to me, he's like, Come on, keep trying. I'm like, look. <laughs> he's like, Oh, okay, you just can't lift it. I'm like, no, I'm not strong enough. Yeah. So that that moment of like not being able to do that, I was like, okay. That was about what time was it in the year? Uh, I think around June or something. So yeah, I started in April. Yeah, the competition was in June. And then there's like an annual competition, the open. Mm-hmm every year and that's in February. So June, 2012, I told myself, okay, I want to make it to the CrossFit regionals 2013. Yeah. So I had almost like nine months Mm -hmm. to train really hard. So when I got back from the competition, I started to follow like an actual structured program that was just made for me and worked on all, mainly worked on strength. Because I wasn't strong. Because right, I never really okay. picked up any weights yeah. before. I was just, just doing, 
Yeah, just body weight and um, yeah, like running on a treadmill, just the normal things you see in a, in a normal gym. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was all I did. So I worked nine months just on strength. Is that when you left uni? Is that was that the point yeah? But I was still going actually that year, yeah. like on and off, on and off. Doing classes, doing exams. Trying to it like was, fit it all in. Trying to fit it all in, yeah. But I was like, okay, if I had to like, if I saw I had two sessions, it really like, it's like, okay, she, I've actually, I've, cl- oh, sorry, I swear, I don't know if <laughs> I can swear. Okay. <laughs> um, you can cut that out. <laughs> yeah, so I just made it, yeah, I was like, okay, I'm skipping this class, I'm, I'm training. Yeah, that that's what first. I did. Yeah, that yeah. came first. So and, I what, to do. and there was no guilt around that. It was literally like, I know what I want. Yeah, the focus was no, there. No, no guilt, no. Yeah. Do you think you've always had this kind of like focus and drive or did that literally come with CrossFit? Um, I've, When I set my mind on something, mm. I go for it. Yeah. If I really want it, then I'll go for it. I'll mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. I, I don't care of anything else. If I want it, I'll do it, no matter how long it will take. Yeah. Yeah, but CrossFit has enhanced that. I yeah, think, okay. Yeah. So back then, what was your reason for kind of doing it? What was your... CrossFit? Yeah, like, what was your why? Uh, you know, like, we always yeah, talk about actually, what's the why I just behind wanna, it. So I dropped out of school, I said. Yeah. So then my relationship with my dad wasn't really good at the time. So he didn't think much of me. Yeah. And he always was a bit, like, yeah, negative towards me. Yeah. When I started doing CrossFit, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And people saying, oh, she's doing so well with this CrossFit. And he'd be like, yeah. She's good in everything except working. <laughs> so I'm like, he's like, what's she going to do with that? Like, what's right. she going to do with CrossFit? Couldn't see. Like, like you couldn't see could further. To, like, yeah. you didn't see that I was going to, like, actually become something in this field. Is that because you were the first in your family? Like you say, your family are, like, the unhealthy. Yeah, they're unhealthy. Side, yeah. But my dad, to be honest, he used to be a cyclist. Mm. And then... He wasn't like pro or anything, yeah. but he, he liked it. But then I think his dad pushed him into doing the same. Like he, they were a construction company. So my granddad had a construction company. Mm-hmm. My dad got into the construction company. So then he had to, he was pushed in something. I think he didn't really wanted to do. Yeah. But it was, I guess, also 50 years ago, yeah, different yeah. times, right? Yeah. You didn't have like just the choice. If your, dad, if your parents said this is what you're going to do you pretty much had to do that that's it and then that's where i that's why i think that he's kind of like maybe jealous of mm-hmm. that i didn't follow like mm. the same path yeah not that i had to go in the business but maybe yeah following my dreams instead of doing what um, your parents or society wants you to do yeah kind of the advice they're telling you mm. this is what's going to make you successful but you're like no this is and yeah don't well even if i'm not successful in it Mm. this is what i want to do yeah okay and i think if you do something what you want to do you're going to be successful yeah awesome so going back to that why is that one of the so proving my dad (laughs) that i can do this so actually yeah sometimes you need like a a bit of a negative thing to push you more like it's always easier to prove people wrong yeah right like it's motivation to me if someone says you can't do it then okay this is where I get my strength from. So just go in there again then. So what's it like with your dad now? Now he's, has he seen you? Uh, yeah, he got a lot better yeah. after and and he saw what I've done and he's mm-hmm. actually really proud of me yeah. now. So yeah, it's, it's different. <laughs> so you achieved the goal. <laughs> so achieved the goal, yeah, 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 awesome. for sure. <laughs> so you went to 
the regionals in 2013, you got there, you spent your nine months, you know, pushing yourself, focused, determined, skipping classes yeah. to get to your training. And how did that go? How did that first experience of regionals go for you? Um, this was the first moment, like the first workout there. You know, when people say when they're really nervous, they feel sick in your yeah. stomach. I've never believe that you know when you feel like i'm yeah. gonna faint mm -hmm. I've, i always thought oh my god they're just pussies like they're just <laughs> yeah. inventing something for attention yeah okay this is not <laughs> this real. is a real feeling <laughs> this is the first time i realized this was so eye-opening i'm like i said to my coach i'm like oh my god i don't know if i can do this and 20 people it was in denmark the competition 20 or maybe even more people from belgium they all came all from the gym they all came to support me wow so it was, it was like so nervous to yeah. let them down yeah and then my coach said something to me he's like really like no matter how bad you do you're still a hero to all of them like you made it to these regionals like even if you're the last person you're still the fit the top like in the top 20 of Europe. And I was like, yeah, actually yeah. true. Yeah. And and that was like, he's like, just go and enjoy yourself. No matter how you do, just give everything you have and see where you are. And he just took that pressure off you. Yeah. And then I was just like, okay, I'm just going to do it like I would do a workout in the gym. Yeah. And I actually smashed that first event. And then that was was all good. And yeah. yeah. And that was it. You were <laughs> that like, was it. Then it. I was like, okay, <laughs> this is fun. This is fun. I've heard you say that before, you know. Do you think that's something you've taken with you and share with other people? You know, when they're feeling maybe nervous or they're putting too much pressure on themselves. I, I, I swear I've heard you say that in the gym before. Like, just have fun. Yeah. Enjoy it. It's like kind of your motto. Yeah, just go yeah. And, and have fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much my motto. It is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Because it was great advice from my coach at the yeah. time. Yeah, you've take that, taken that with you. Mm. So tell us more about being an elite athlete so how you know what what changed in your life from you know just being someone who was at uni figuring out their life and you know taking those um gym sessions to the next level now becoming a hero of your gym and you know being ranked in yeah. your home country you know how did life change um life changed for the better, I think, because like I said, I was going out a lot and it all happened naturally. Like it wasn't like a, a task or anything mm -hmm. to leave things behind. Like I wanted to get better in CrossFit, in fitness. So it was the the the, the normal thing to do to not go out on the weekends. Yeah. Uh, so I, I kind of... At the time, I was in a relationship, and I said, oh, no, I don't want to go out. Um, you go out on your own. I'll, I'm going to go and work out in the gym. And then I guess it changed as in, like, the friends I had at the time. Like, I kind of neglected them, and I yeah. kind of got into a different kind of group of yeah. friends, which were all people from the gym. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but anyway, like, everybody always supported me. Yeah. They always understood Um like in the beginning, my boyfriend at the time had a bit of a struggle with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So being an elite athlete, it came really natural because I, I never thought, oh, I need to be an elite athlete because yeah. I think once I, at some point they told me you need to think more like that. And that put a lot of pressure on me. It was more when I moved, when I was in Belgium, I never thought I was an elite athlete. Okay. Just doing this and working out. It was more when I 
moved here, I saw it as, okay, I'm, mo I'm moving to Dubai. This is where I'm going to become better as an athlete. There's better people to train with. Mm -hmm. Like Phil was here, Mia was here, mm -hmm. and Andre came. There's a lot of good CrossFit athletes here to train with. And it was good in a way because you always push harder. Yeah. But because of the pressure, I think, from always having to push and always, it kind of like maybe burned me out a little bit at yeah. some point. Yeah. Um, and then when I realized that, I was like, okay, I need to just focus more on my own training mm -hmm. um, and be a little bit less um, like obsessed of winning every workout in in training. Yeah, yeah, yeah I see. So once, yeah, I realized I needed to, to separate a little bit more of um, training with people and also training just yeah. myself. Yeah, so you had that. In Belgium, it was you, you were training. I was on my own. Yeah, yeah I had the guys, but they were not like competitors with no. me. They would just jump in and do a workout with me. Like and they would always push crew. me. Yeah. More of a support crew. Yeah. But never that like pressure compared to when you have all people you compete with. Yeah. There's more pressure. Yeah. And that's, yeah, it's good and bad. It's good. how you deal with it. Yeah, how you're able to manage yourself, isn't it? And was it around like... So was it that you needed to be around those people to get you to the next level, to get you to achieve, um, like, to the level that you wanted to take your CrossFit? Do you um, think that has been, like, a big it, factor? It, it definitely helped me competing Yeah. when I was competing, yeah? Because I learned that I wasn't... I, I shouldn't be looking to what the person next to me is doing. Mm -hmm. And I got better in that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Before, I would be like looking at, okay, sh oh no, they're ahead of me. I would get like, oh no, I need to push harder. But you learn to just go on your own pace. And that's what you need to do in a competition as well. Because if as soon as you go on the pace of the person next to you, you're probably going to burn out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that comparison was there to one push you to be around people who were at competitors. Mm -hmm. So it would make you see, you know, these are the type of people that I'm up against and that kind of support around you to take everything to the next level. But what you were doing was comparing yourself and always trying to win and compete. And that's where the the burnout maybe was starting to happen. Yeah. Yeah, so that was like yeah, a agreed. huge lesson. You yeah, that, that's where I learned a lot from. Yeah. Um, but on the other side, it was really nice to have so many people going yeah. for the same goal. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, it's it works both ways. And once, like a year or a year and a half in, I realized I just need to do my own training at the same time the other guys are training. And that was actually the, the best point of... For myself yeah yeah so how did you go from kind of you know being that person who wanted to you know win every workout and and you you were looking around you at the room and going i need to be the best here to being able to take a step back and then approach it from a different mm. angle what was there a moment that just kind of got you to that point or was it a gradual process or did someone kind of pull you to one side how did you get that sort of realization around that well, because of this, the, the training stress, like the, yeah. the, just a high amount of volume of training and then, yeah, also working and, yeah, the stress of wanting to, to be the best. Mm -hmm. uh, I got actually a lot of issues with my gut. Oh, okay. Um, 
So that actually, that issue, that got me actually to think about, okay, I need to take a step back. I need to change something. I need to change my training, the way I train, the way how I think. Yeah. So to reduce that stress. Right. Okay. So, so I was actually body... really sick. My body just yeah. like gave up. Yeah. Your body yeah. was telling you because yeah. you weren't kind of taking it in yourself. Exactly. You were kind of like, going, yeah. no, no, this is how I know what to do, mm, thing, or, yeah. or the way to do things. Your body's like, hang on a minute. Something's not working. You need to listen. Yeah. And that's when I also tried to, uh, I looked into my, what I was eating. I changed the way I was eating mm -hmm. completely. Um, I was starting to work with uh, a nutritionist mm -hmm. that was helping me. Because even though I studied it all, it's sometimes you know everything, but mm -hmm. it's applying it to yourself. Yeah. It's, it's really hard. Absolutely. And you had a huge other focus. Correct. Sometimes yeah. you need that like guidance on the areas that you can't prioritize yourself like yeah. having that someone else there just kind of helps you be accountable yeah accountable thinking, yeah account know? the thinking and the accountability yeah. that makes a, a big difference yeah yeah so how long did it take you then to kind of overcome that was that a, was that a big yeah it took a long change. time to get actually over it like I had to take some like heavy medication mm -hmm. as well um it took about half a year wow until it got all like eased off and was yeah. back to normal and then after that once I, like, training was totally different after my gut was better. Wow. Yeah, because I was running to the toilet 20 times a day. Yeah. It was really bad. So once I didn't have that anymore, yeah. I felt so much more energy to train. Yeah. Uh, everything was better. I was like, oh, my God, this is how it feels when you're not <laughs> having to run to the toilet every 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. So, yeah, that's when I, I, I think I just got better as well. So the nutrition, obviously, fixing your gut or healing your gut. Yeah. The nutrition and having the, the accountability and the support there. And then recognizing that you're putting too much stress on or pressure on yourself. Yeah. You're able to kind of go back in feeling amazing. Yeah. And then yeah. just building on that. And then it still took three more years until I actually reached my actual goal of going to the games. So let's talk about that because three years seems like such a long time, doesn't it? When people set a goal, uh, originally, you know, I suppose we're talking about maybe normal people. <laughs> if they set a goal, <laughs> not elite athletes, setting a goal and going, right, in three years you might get there. Because there's still no guarantees though, of when well, you ever get there. I always looked at it year by year. Year by year. Okay, every year I tried. Yeah. And then when I didn't make it, I was like, okay, I'll do it again and again until yeah. I make it. Yeah. So after seven years of trying, I was really happy I actually finally got it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I was like, once I got there, I did it. I was like, okay, this is it. I don't need to go again. Mm. I was happy with this. Yeah. I felt like I've spent seven years of trying and doing my absolute best to get there. Um, I'm, I'm happy with this. I don't need, I don't want to go again and do a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that um, urge. Yeah, okay. So going back to, so you, you know, from when you healed your gut to then three years taken to get, you know, get into that goal that you had, that kind of original starting goal. Yeah. I mean, was that the goal of success or was kind of you moving to Dubai? Did you break it down into lots of little goals to keep you focused? Because, you know, how do you stay so yeah. focused for such a long period of time? To be, if I'm completely honest, I also went up and down. Okay. Like, it's not like I've always, uh, like the whole time I was like, yeah, I want to do this still. Mm. There was moments where I said, 
I don't want to do CrossFit anymore. Okay. I, I think end of the 2017 season after the regionals where I didn't make it again, I was like, okay, I need to have a break of CrossFit. I'm going to do something completely else. Mm-hmm. So I did some calisthenics mm-hmm. training. I did a free diving course. I was doing some different workouts until for like two, three months. Yeah. And then I started to work with a new coach. Mm-hmm. One of my friends, actually, really good friends. Um, he said, like, why don't I coach you? And I was like, okay, with you, yes. And then I got really motivated again. Mm-hmm. We made a plan and we broke it up in like, okay, I want you... We started in August or September or something, 2017. It's like, okay, the next goal is uh, DFC. So the biggest competition here in Dubai make it to that one Mm -hmm. okay i made it to that one i Mm -hmm. did good all right and then again we build up to regionals and so on so on so on so on so working with elliot has actually been really good Mm. uh for me personally because i trust him he's a good friend he lived in abu dhabi so he's close to me Mm -hmm. and yeah we just had a good relationship yeah so that that worked i kind of brought back that yeah, that passion, drive. That yeah, drive. that passion. Yeah, because yeah. I was actually I was, the reason why I felt like I didn't want to do it anymore because my body was broken. Like my okay. knees were hurting every day, and I was like, maybe like what, how old was I? Twenty eight or something. I was like, how can I be? I felt like an old lady in the morning mm-hmm. when I woke up. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't think I want to keep doing this if I feel like this. Yeah, but then he changed the way I trained. He kind of he like fixed my knees, and when you can train without pain, it's a whole different yeah sensation. <laughs> yeah, you're, it's it's easier to get motivated and to yeah. get out of bed and do things when yeah, you're not into pain, in pain every day. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So you had another kind of moment in your life. So you nearly give it up. Mm-mm. You nearly said, "That's it. I'm done." I wasn't like done, done, but like okay. I ha- I needed to have a break. You were ready to have a break. Yeah. Kind I, of. I never like out. I still knew I was gonna go to the games. Okay. But I needed to have a break. Yeah. Yeah. So and I went back to basics. Yeah, yeah, I went back to basics. Like, what did I used to do that I enjoy was breakdancing. So I was going dancing again, doing mm-hmm. some classes, just some random stuff. Yeah. But then I started to miss, like, working out really yeah. hard. <laughs> <laughs> that competitive, like... Yeah, that competitive thing. And, and sometimes I think it's good to take a step back and, and miss something. Yeah. To, to realize that's what you want to do. I think it's a really good lesson. I think that's like giving yourself the opportunity to say, you know what, it's not working at the moment. I'm not giving up on my goals, but I'm just going to take a step back and figure out what needs to come next for me to keep moving forward. Yeah. To like bring back that motivation. Yeah, exactly. So if um, you think, I'm just thinking um, out loud here, but if you think, you know, from that place of like my body hurts and it just doesn't feel, it's not going how I want it to go and like my motivation's not there. I haven't got in. How did you not let that turn into like a, a negative spiral that made you want to maybe quit? Uh, I'm not a quitter. <laughs> I can't, there's nothing I can say that's inspiring. I'm just, that's that not how inspiring. I am. Yeah, that's not how I am. Uh-huh. I guess you choose who you are. Yeah. So you you choose to tell yourself, I quit things Mm -hmm. or I don't quit things. Yeah. I don't quit things. You don't quit things. Don't want to quit. So you knew even when you were taking a step back, you weren't quitting. No. It was coming back. Yeah. Yeah. I just needed to have a break. You needed to have a break. Yeah. I think that's really important. You have to tell yourself the things that you want to, who you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. 
sometimes I'm not saying I'm always positive. I sometimes have negative thoughts. Yeah. And then I'm like, you're not negative. You're a positive person. Stop being yeah. so negative. Yeah. Um, you kind of catch yourself yeah, up. Yeah. I try not to be negative to the outside world. Yeah. I would never like show, but obviously I think everybody, you would lie if you would, yeah. or you're some monk on some yeah. mountain in Nepal, yeah. they might not have negative thoughts. I don't know, <laughs> but even they will get it. Yeah. Absolutely. So you just, it's like, yeah, it's how you react on those thoughts, I think. Yeah. Have you got anything that you do? Or is it literally just talk to yourself and say, you're not a negative person? I think I just realize like sometimes I'm thinking just in my head and I'm like, ah, oh, this was shit, this was bad. I'm like, why? Why was this bad? Okay, what can I do about it? And then you start just talking yourself out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, it's like how I talk to my clients, like, okay. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, I just have the same conversation I would have with a client yeah. who's being negative. I just have the same conversation with myself. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I'm like, okay, like it's not the end of the world that you didn't finish this session how it was or you missed this lift or mm -hmm. yeah like there's so many things that you can do and say to get out of it yeah and it's always different probably yeah 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 or, yeah also hanging out with the right people the right having the right people in your environment is yeah. really important as well. So is that your coach or is this friends or coach friends colleagues? if someone is like negative I I probably won't hang out with them mm -hmm. I'll, or I'll have like this, I'll, I don't know, I'm very intuitional. Even some person can be like a nice person, but I, I don't want to hang out with them because I just have this feeling of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, okay, and then I realize afterwards they're like, yeah, they're quite negative. Yeah. So I don't... You can sense it's it. Like, yeah, it's like a natural... Yeah. Response, I think, that I don't hang out with negative people. That's interesting. It's like um, you've got a, an innate boundary within you that's kind of like giving you this like protection yeah. from negativity um, because you know you want to be a positive person. To be a positive person, it's not just something necessarily we're born with. Like you say, you still get negative thoughts, yeah. but you're able to get yourself out of it quite quickly and it doesn't actually have any kind of negative impact on your goals or like, exactly. uh, you know, and that yeah. stuff. So I think it's really interesting. Mm. So now you've reached your goal. You've got to the CrossFit Games. How was that? You know, uh, and for people that don't know what the CrossFit Games are, tell them a little bit about getting to that point. Okay, the CrossFit Games is basically the world championships in CrossFit, mm -hmm. yeah? Each year there's an, an open competition that's open for the whole world. Anybody can do it, no mm -hmm. matter what your level is. But the top X amount, it always changes each year. Mm -hmm. Can't even remember <laughs> what it is now. But let's say the top 30 would progress to um, a regional division. So the top 30 in Europe would go to the European regionals. The top 30 in America would go there. Yeah. And then the top five of that regional would go to the CrossFit Games. So then, yeah, you can, yeah, yeah, qualify for yeah. for the world championships actually. Yeah. And so those those world championships are in America. Yeah. 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 And so you flew out to America. Yeah. So I flew out there a few weeks before mm -hmm. to climatize to the time zone and do a training camp with my coach who also qualified for the games. Mm -hmm. um, and then we had like a whole bunch of people 
that we used to train together with and everybody qualified. Wow. So it was an amazing three weeks just hanging out and training and everybody's like same mindset and everybody was, although we're all, or the the women were all competing against each other, there was never like this um, rival, what do you use the word? Yeah, rivalry. 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 Um, Everybody was always like supportive and helping each other out. Um, So that was, that was awesome. And when you were there, did you think this is it? I'm here. This is what uh, I've worked for seven years for. Yeah, so this is what I worked for seven years for. And then I was a little bit disappointed in um, how I did. Like, I, I gave everything I got on each event, but there was a lot of running in. And okay. as you know, but maybe the people who don't yeah. know me, I'm not the best runner. <laughs> I mean, I'm great in lifting. She's a good runner, but when it comes to, like, the elite Yeah, athletes, compared to... Yeah. Most people into CrossFit, compared to the elite level, I'm probably the very last of the pack. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I was very disappointed. And it's not like I didn't work on my running. Yeah. I always did my sessions, my running sessions, but not enough. Yeah. Compared to everybody else. And that's because at the CrossFit Games, you don't know what workouts are going to come Exactly. Up. So yeah. it's not like you just didn't choose to do that. If you knew there was going to be all of that running, from what you've said already. Yeah, from seven years ago, you would have trained for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was kind of a little bit um, upset with myself that like in those seven years, I obviously I got better in running, yeah. but everybody keeps getting better and running. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, when I... So the, how it worked was... It, so there was 150 people competing and each event, it got cut down by 50%. So yeah. 150 people in the first event got down to 75. So I made that cut. Okay, I'm into the next um, workout. Then again, it got cut down. Mm-hmm. And then again, it got cut down. And So I did three workouts or four, I can't remember, but... Three of them had running in. Yeah. And the last event was a 6K run with a rucksack. And every... So it was a mile run. And then you add weight to that rucksack. And then another mile run. And you add weight again. So I didn't do that well on that. Because it was just running. Most of the time, I actually can get away with an event that running. As long as there's some... Lifting or or body weight movement in it, I can catch up with it yeah, because I'm good stretch. in the other yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. So I balance it out. So it's fine. But if it's just running, as <laughs> you were in that event, knowing that this wasn't your strength and you're probably not going to make the next one, what uh, was going on in your mind? I just said run. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I ran as hard as I could. Yep. I pushed as hard as I could. So I, I left it all out there. Uh, so I didn't really regret anything at the time. The only thing I regretted was that I didn't spend more time running. Yeah. Before, mm-hmm. years before, like mm-hmm. really focus on the technique and mm-hmm. do it properly. So when I came back from the games, this was my one and only thing. I'm going to run <laughs> and I'm going to run long and then going to do everything to get better in yeah. running. Yeah. So that's why I got into my new thing, running. <laughs> running. <laughs> I'm still not good in it. I don't know. But um, you did I'm your, a lot better. You're a lot better. You did your first, like... Yeah, oh, I did, did a 50K. 50, your first ultra, yeah. Yeah, I did a 50K um, in October. 
October, 1st of October, yeah. I did that, the 50-50-50. Yeah. Uh, well known now in, <laughs> well in the inner fight community. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was the first time I, I ran that far. Um, it, it went well. Yeah. I had a lot of talks with myself. You learn a lot on a 50k run in the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> we actually started it on a, with three, you know, four people. And uh, we all stayed together until 30k. And then we go broke apart. <laughs> oh, I knew that 30k mark and how that feels. Your husband actually warned us. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. When we start, it's like 10k, you feel great. Yep. 20k, you're like, oh yes, already 20k done. And then at 30k, <laughs> you will realize it's still another 20k. Yeah, whole 20k. <laughs> you're just to over go. halfway. <laughs> and yeah, he was right. <laughs> he was right. So um, did you finish that 20 on your own? Yeah. Yeah. One of my friends actually wanted to stay with me, and I said, I need to be alone. Mm. I need to be alone, and I need to just. You just go because I don't want... Yeah, I just had to... I want to have a cry. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I cried, cried, but kind of cry. Like, yeah, you know, you in, inside you're crying. <laughs> yeah. So it's like me and Heidi call it the valley. You go into the valley of despair. Okay. Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Actually, you guys gave me a really good <laughs> advice. And I was like, when you want to give up, just start eating. Yeah. So yeah. every time I was like, okay, I need to eat something. And then I was like, okay, I had this little bit of happiness. Yes. I'm like, I'm eating. And then at some point I was eating. I was like, I don't want to eat this anymore. <laughs> oh, eating yourself to the end. So there's, so running is obviously now part of your training. Is this something that you're going to take forward? Uh, I don't want to be a runner, yeah. but I just want to get better in running. I want to, at some point, do another CrossFit competition. Okay. And and there's be running, and I just go, and everybody will be like, she can run now. Yeah. That's uh, what I want to okay, do, yeah. I, I don't really want to, like, I don't have the aspiration of going to the games again, mm -hmm. but I do want to do, like, some little competitions or me maybe even, like, bigger ones mm -hmm. um, where I can actually run. And yeah. you may be up against some of those people that you're up against before yeah, and, yeah. Be, and just go like yeah I've I've worked on this I've now on I this. wish I worked on it <laughs> before but yeah it was hard to because CrossFit has so many things yeah it's really hard to just say no to everything else and then just focus on one thing yeah. so now my lifting is not good anymore mm. um or it's still good but not as it used to be so then actually my new goal is to build up, to keep my running decent. Yeah. Because I want to run a marathon sub four hours. Oh, nice, yeah. But I also want to snatch 100 kilos. Ooh. And what's been your PB so far? My best I've ever snatched was 93. Right. And I've cool. never really that's run a jumper. marathon for time. I've done yeah. that 50K. Yeah. And I've done like a 35K trail run. Yeah. In the mountains, but I've never just done a marathon. So a road race, a road marathon. Yeah. Flat, like just like go, just like go yeah, it. go for it, and then also snatch a hundred. Yeah, within five hours. Ah, okay, so yeah, the build so, up is that. So I would set like a timer, yeah. five hour timer yeah. gap. In the one first hour, I would like build up to like a hundred kilo snatch, and then once I hit that, change shoes yeah. and start running. And start, so, oh right, all in the same gut. Oh, yeah, 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 in the same thing. Yeah, that's like something I'm like. So taking. That's what's keeping me motivated to train now. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, so now that you're 
not training towards the games, you know, the, the championships. <coughs> I suppose you now, you know, your focus is coach and yeah, and what else? You know, now you're not a competitive athlete. Yeah. Yeah. What's life like now? Um, in the beginning, I was struggling a little bit. Like, okay. what do I want to do? So then I had the 50-50, so that was my focus. Yeah. Actually, yeah, COVID hit and then... Yeah. Because it's not been very long, so, actually, has it? Then? No, yeah. like... So let's say, like, I, I finished the uh, CrossFit Games in 2019, summer 19, and then I was just relaxed for an, maybe, like, six months. Yeah. Really relaxed with what I was doing, no pressure. I was Give eating. That break. I gained actually a lot of weight as well <laughs> because I was just eating. I was still training, but I was just randomly doing whatever yeah. I felt like. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then actually, when COVID hit, I started just to run. Mm -hmm. Actually, I started in January. Sorry. I started running in January. Yeah. Uh, and then COVID hit. And then that was the only thing pretty much because yeah. there was no gyms anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So that was what I was doing every morning. I would wake up early morning, 5 a.m., run, even though it was kind of legal. <laughs> but that made it more fun. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get caught. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, run 40 minutes. And this is how I got into the running. Mm -hmm. And then I got um, with Steph. Mm -hmm. One of the Indify coaches, she started to coach me to run a faster 10K. Yeah. And then I said, okay, my next goal is I want to do the 50, 50, 50. Yeah. And after that, the next goal was then the 35K trail run that I signed. I signed up for like a race and all the races got canceled. So I just said, I'm doing it on my own. Because mm -hmm. I signed up with my running friend, Olga. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so she just bailed out of it because mm -hmm. it wasn't a race anymore. I said, no, nah, I'm doing it. Yeah. So I just did it on my own. And then after that, I was like, okay, what do I want to do now? So I've always had this thing snatched in my head, 100 kilos. Yeah. And okay, but I also keep, want to keep my running up. Yes. This is how those so two now you became a thing. Yeah. yeah. And now you've got something to work towards. It, that, yeah. And does that just give you that motivation yeah. and that drive? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, it's harder now because I'm really, like, I'm working a lot more hours than what I was used to do when obviously when I was being an elite athlete. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's really hard to find that balance of working enough and training enough. Yeah. Because I go, like, I'm all in. <laughs> so if I'm working, I want to like, okay, I want to do all these PTs and I want to do this and that and I want to get better in this and I want to study this because mm -hmm. I want to know more about that. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, ah, I wish there was more time. And then Tom tells me, no, you need to be more organized. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, he's right. He's right. I had, I don't really have systems. I have systems, but not as much as the boys do. But do you think that's because you spent the last seven years as a competitive athlete? You had your systems for that. Yeah, And true. now you're in a new chapter of your life. It's now kind of learning new ways to kind of keep that kind of, drive going that you have you know this like all-in approach because you mm. that's who you are and just kind of building up that life now outside of the competitiveness of uh, outside the competitiveness of CrossFit you're now building it into just uh, your, your normal life which is hard it's way harder to do that for me personally than yeah. for when I was competing what, what? I think because when I was competing, I had this really, like, I really had, a, like, a vision, like, okay, I saw myself there. Yeah. And now I don't really have that vision where I'm where I see myself 
within the next year or ten years. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's it's harder to build these systems when you don't really know where you're building them towards. So that's actually my main thing. What I'm doing now is like trying to figure out what I really want to do and mm. where I want to take it next. Like obviously, yeah. like. I love working with people and I love coaching people. So it's definitely something like that. But what's the next step? Yeah, like how I'm going to get better at this or how, yeah, like obviously I don't want to like keep one on one people in the gym for another 10 years. I know that. So what do you I want to do? You like, don't want, but it's yeah, it's like want. how, yeah, exactly. Like I still love it, yeah. but I've been doing it for so long now. It doesn't uh, get me excited in the morning anymore. Yeah, yeah. Before I'd be like, oh, okay, I have this many PTs today. Okay, boom, I'm gonna do this and this yeah. and this. Yeah. But now I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do them, and and it's really nice because I love my clients and I love to see them progress. But I feel like I can do more. Well, yeah, because that's the same missing piece. Yeah, like with the exactly. Cross, you found like, it in the cross, like cross yeah, yeah, yeah. That missing piece. True. Now the CrossFit's gone. That mm. is kind of still. Now that needs to maybe be filled. Yeah. With something else. Mm. So it's not that, like you say, you still love coaching your one to ones, but you know that there's something else that you yeah. can be doing. Yeah. You just haven't figured out what that is yet. Yeah. So kind of just taking your take an approach to life of like I'm just going to see what happens day by day that doesn't seem to sit with you well well that was how I used to always do everything mm. day by day um like obviously I had like my big goal yeah but then I knew what my training was and everything else would just go with the flow basically mm. mm-hmm. that was really good in my 20s but now I feel like once I was like late 20s getting into 30s there becomes this pressure of you need to establish something mm-hmm. from yourself or your mm-hmm. own. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that transition is what I'm at yeah. now. Yeah. But it will be okay. So tell us a little bit about what you've done since, you know, so you've you've taken on your coaching. Um, that's kind of been your focus, hasn't it? Like you're working in the gym and getting through COVID. But yeah. you've also added in some skydiving. Yeah. Yeah. How was that? Well, you know, I, just throwing that in. What was? I, this is something I've always wanted to do since I was yeah. maybe ten years old. Mm. I saw this movie and <laughs> I saw these. I th- probably like Point Break or I think one of the movies I yeah, saw. Yeah. And it's <laughs> like that's what I want to do. <laughs> and also the Power Rangers actually. <laughs> so it's always in my head. I want to skydive. I want to skydive. And I did one skydive when I was eighteen. But then, obviously, skydiving is a pretty expensive hobby. Yeah. So when you're 18, no way you have money for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, like, okay, when I'm older. And, um, yeah, I was working so hard during COVID and didn't spend any money. So I had actually a lot of money on the side. And I was, like, working so hard with the gym opening and, yeah, working, like, coaching clients. And I felt like mm, October, November were really busy months. And I just got burned out. Yeah. And I needed to do something else mm-hmm. and I needed to get away, but mm-hmm. I couldn't get away because at the time you couldn't really travel. Yeah. It was a bit dodgy. Yeah. Still dodgy. Still dodgy. <laughs> Still might not get away. So I was like, go. I sent my friend Olga, who's also my running mate. Yeah. And I, she's a skydive instructor. I said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do my AFF. And she's like, all right, I will coach <laughs> you through it. And yeah, in 
December, I cleared my schedule on Monday. So every Monday I would just go skydive and I did the course and yeah, it was, it was great because it gives you this, you're, I'm afraid you go, anybody who says who goes up in a plane to jump out of it in the beginning, who says it's not afraid to line. <laughs> I mean, I, absolutely. I would believe that. I, yes. There's no way I'd ever do it. So, so you're, like... you're afraid and you have again, that talk to yourself. Okay you're going to jump out and you're going to have to get your shit together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't think of, if you jump out of that plane and you get adrenaline and you don't think of anything else, then all the things you have to do. Yeah. Yeah. And you're falling for a minute and the wind blows in your face and you're like, I can't breathe. And you're like, no, you can breathe. And then you're like, okay, what do I need to do next? Okay, I need to see how high I am. Okay. Yeah. And you need to do some exercises. And all of a sudden you pull your parachute and you're in the air and you're like, I'm alive. <laughs> okay, and then you need to check that the parachute is working. <laughs> like, okay, this, this, yeah, okay, it's good. I think it's good. I'm not sure. <laughs> Looks like it's good. Okay, it's good. Okay, now find where I need to land. Yeah. And you do all the things mm-hmm. to land safely and you do it and you just, like, your head is so clear. Yeah. There's, you didn't think of anything else. You didn't think of work. You didn't think of something you needed to do or something you worried about mm-hmm. is so clear. And honestly, the every time I drove uh, back home, mm-hmm. I had such a clear mind. So I had so many good ideas mm-hmm. because there's nothing in. Yeah. You're so, yeah, you're so... That's amazing. That's what I love about it. Because when you were talking about that, I'm like, so you were getting burnt out. You, you know, you'd worked so hard that you were just like, I'm done. I'm just mm. need a You know, when you just hate Absolutely. everything and everyone. Yeah. And everything gets on your nerves and everything's just a pain to then go and put yourself in like extreme stressful circumstances <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> to relax. Yes. <laughs> but it exactly. worked for you. It worked for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to just hear you say like, you know, that can't, that clarity and calmness afterwards is like amazing. Um, so obviously you, you just had that, you knew that you wanted to do it and that was going to work for you. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know it was going to work as in like how it did. Okay. Because I didn't know how I was going to feel after. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what happened. So that's why I kept going back. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite addictive as well. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So uh, (laughs) So what's next then? What's next for Carmen? Um... Yeah. You snatch. Well, th- yeah, I would told that. Yeah, the snatch yeah, and then the run. The, the run. So I need to be consistent with my lifting and consistent with my running. Mm-hmm. That's on um, a physical goal. Uh, mentally, I just need to like relax as well. So that's why it's good to have hobbies. Yeah. Like the skydiving. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't really have to do anything with the gym or people from the gym. So total different crowd. Yeah. Um, so that's helps me to keep mentally sane. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, work-wise, this is... Actually, Marcus told me you need to get like a business coach. Mm-hmm. So that's what what I need to do. That's I need next. to find someone yeah. who can like help me a little bit with that. So if anybody who is a business coach <laughs> and is listening to this podcast, you can reach out to me. Yeah, do it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, because you want to establish something, don't you? You want to build something alongside yeah, what along, you've already yeah, created. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That just brings that passion back and that like motivation to get up every morning really excited. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You'll find it. Yeah. Awesome. With your like thank focus you. and determination <laughs> that you just, you know, shared with us. It's awesome. awesome. Oh, thank you so much for Carmen for coming on the show. If there's one piece of advice that you could give to people listening who are kind of like stuck in that rut of they're fed up with what they're doing and they are wanting a change but they feel they can't do it they're like I, they don't have the confidence to do it I mean you, you come across very confident um so what would you say to them hmm. Hmm. difficult one because you say I'm very confident hmm. but I don't believe I'm I don't think I am that confident. Interesting. Yeah. Whole other podcast there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, like I think sometimes you just have to say, like, yeah, take a step back and find something totally different to do uh, that clears your mind. Whatever it is, like yeah. for me, it was the skydiving that helped me a lot. Um, but it can be anything. I think like, like do some art or do, I don't know, listen to music mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. play music. I think, yeah. Change your environment. Changing yeah, your change. environment. Go out with someone you never would go out with. Someone yeah. totally different. Yeah. Maybe you love it. Maybe you hate it. But at least you you figure something out you, that you either love or hate. Yeah. So then you, you're a step ahead. I think that's amazing advice and I think they're going to resonate even more with the fact when you say I don't believe I'm confident okay you know? <laughs> yeah so it shows that even if you don't believe you're confident you can still take these steps to go out and change your life and, and make stuff happen so thanks so much for sharing that thank you okay right. all right thank you so much want to discuss more options lifestyle tweaks or changes that you could make to create more balance hop over to Instagram and send me a DM. I'm happy to help. You know, if you know someone who would love this episode, please share this podcast with them. Also remember to leave your review. This is one way to help others find my podcast on iTunes and Spotify. Thank you so much for listening. I look forward to speaking with you next week. <laughs>